Food, finance, and politics, and basically whatever I want to talk about. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Weissology. I hope you had a wonderful week. Uh, I missed you all. You know, it's funny. There are lots of things that I wanted to talk about as they evolved over the week. And the news cycle kept moving on and on and on. And I think in the end, uh, what I really wanted to talk about was the crazy activity in the stock market at one point with um, anticipated increase in interest rates drove the market wild last week. And um, although a great topic, but the market seemed to have calmed down. And I just want to remind everyone that when the market was trading at the great super high levels that it was trading at, interest rates were essentially at zero. So even if interest rates tick up a full point, a full percentage point, we're still at super low levels. The money might not be free anymore, but it's still super cheap. Um, it's amazing how comfortable or how new normals are constantly reset. Uh, you know, we get, as a society, we all get used to one thing. And it becomes the new normal at a hyper at a hyper pace. And then things change and you know, people freak out. Not necessary. Interest rates are still super low. Even if they move up two points, they're super low. They're just not super low compared to the interest rate levels or the average of the last five years. Anyway. However, Let's talk about the destruction of the state of New York. What was once considered the greatest city, and I thought one of the greatest states in New York State, has been completely decimated by the either the ego or the moronic policies of its leaders. And again, everyone elected those people to be in, in uh, to hold the office, Mayor de Blasio and Governor Cuomo. So they play a part in it. But I think what you're seeing with both of these uh, politicians is a case of you know be careful what you wish for don't throw stones in glass houses and if you fly too close to the sun you're gonna get burned Mayor de Blasio is a complete buffoon and a complete reactive not proactive politician He, his decision process just blows in the wind and he runs the city like an activist because that's what he was and still is. 
Um, that's a very difficult thing to do for any politician, but he is displayed over the course of time really just astounding uh, idiocy. Cuomo, on the other hand, seemed to be more of a moderate, to be honest. Down the middle guy, a centrist. You know, a few policies are a little wacky, but whatever. Everyone's entitled. But his lack of hubris, his ego shows no bounds. And you're in real trouble, at least as a Democrat, when CNN turns on you or when your own party turns on you. That is that is the political guillotine uh, in the United States, at least now it is. I'm not saying Republicans are perfect either. By any stretch, because all these politicians at one point or another just can't help themselves, but that's part of the ego thing. Some of them can keep them in check. Now, I don't care what anyone does in their personal life, their sex life, their family life. It's none of my business. And it's no one's business even when uh, you're an elected official. It's still no one's business. Because none of us should be the morality police. police. Um, however, when you grandstand and you claim to be of this moral high fiber, that your moral compass is true, and you lecture and you talk down to people, and in the case of the Kavanaugh hearings, Chief, you know, uh, Supreme Court Justice Kavanaugh now, but then candidate Kavanaugh. When Cuomo was demanding that he take a lie detector test to prove that he hadn't sexually harassed people. Hey, man, you open your mouth because you want to gain political favor with people and you want to seize the moment and manipulate voters, or in this case, gain their favor or increase support from the Me Too movement, you cross a line that there's no going back. Forgetting the fact that this guy sentenced uh, people to death, a lot of seniors, um, forgetting the fact that his mask policy, his closing of the restaurants policy, shutting down New York policy, forgetting all that because there was no previous playbook for how to handle this, even though it was all flawed. The real problem is that by shutting the place down, he already pressed the eject button for all the people that pay most of the bills in New York that create or that contribute the most to the tax roll of the state of New York. And then he pissed all over President Trump whenever he had the opportunity, even though 
New York State got whatever it w- requested. There was a playbook on how to behave in the Me Too environment. I mean, there's been a playbook way before the Me Too movement. It's just people didn't abide by it, unfortunately, some people. Where uh, misogyny and, um, you know, lack of respect for women in general, not as equals, but as objects. You know, Cuomo's not the first person to behave that way. But um, he thought he could escape with the backing of, you know, other Democratic leaders. Um, Republicans, by the way, if they get caught with their pants down, literally, the Republican Party throws you to the wolves. I'm not saying that they don't behave, you know, completely bad and are retributes. Not all of, not everyone is like that. But if they exist within the ranks, if they get caught in the Republican Party, you get thrown to the wolves. They're like, get out. You do something wrong, Republicans don't want to deal with it. They're not trying to protect. Um, for the most part, you get nailed as a Republican politician, it's over. You know, book, speaking tour, that's it. But the hypocrisy of not calling Cuomo out for these um, sexual harassment allegations is immoral. And it's ridiculous. The way that he treated and the way that the most outspoken people during the Kavanaugh hearings, and Cuomo was one of them. Hirono, Blumenthal, Pelosi, Kamala Harris, Cory Booker, Gillibrand, Schumer. Okay, that's just the, the, the top of the list. A Klobuchar. You name it. All of these people wanted to throw Kavanaugh into a cell. Not to mention what the press did. But for the most part, it's a, it's, it's a wait and see. It's a... Uh, you don't know. These are, you know, we let's hire an independent, independent investigator. You know, they want to tiptoe around it. You know, if you guys all remember when Al Franken, the former senator from Minnesota, was accused of really Mickey Mouse stuff, they threw him to the wolves to say, hey, we're Democrats, we stand up to this, which I never really understood but if you're a rising star within their party, you get an extra layer of protection. Extra layer. Uh, I, I, I think it's, it's an absolute joke. And I think that Cuomo, with his big mouth, all he had to do was say, I'm sorry, we made a mistake. 
when it came to uh, sending COVID positive people to the um, senior living facilities, we made a mistake. We didn't know. We tried to rectify it. Sorry, guys. Sorry to the families. But his ego is so is so big that he hasn't even done that yet. And now he's up to three accusers of sexual harassment. Hey, Governor, you're done. And that book that you wrote, the fact that Amazon's still pimping it, joke. The over-under on this guy having that office is two months. Now, and I realize now it's a conflict of interest uh, for Chris Cuomo to interview his brother when he was doing the that the prop prop sketches, essentially uh, joking around uh, early on in COVID. I know you can't talk to your brother now because there's a conflict of interest. You can come talk to me. You can apologize to me. You won't apologize to your viewers. So if you apologize to me on my little podcast, you don't have to apologize to me. You can apologize to the public. At least you can get it off your chest. No one, a lot of people won't hear it, but you can get it off your chest. Both de Blasio and Cuomo have ruined the city. And de Blasio now is just playing pile on with Cuomo. The fact is, New York is toast. In fact, Cuomo leaving office or being forced out of office might stop the bleeding in New York. Florida, it's all good here. Um, at least the hospitalizations are. Texas just lifted all the uh, restrictions. The state's wide open as of yesterday. Even the mask mandate is gone. Don't I'm not so sure it's a coincidence with with the ready uh, you know the readily available vaccines because there's still a long wait. I haven't gotten mine yet, but I live in a state with a lot of elderly people that they deserve it first. Um, you know, I have a, a friend Fabian. It says he you know he likes to say that these things swing in pendulums. This isn't a pendulum. This is, and I agree with that theory that when you, you know, when you, when you swing out one way or the other to the extreme, you get a, an extreme pull to the other direction as a response. And somehow we as a country, we need to figure out how to get back to the middle which to this date um, hasn't happened. I know Joe Biden promised that he would bring people back to the middle, and so far he's driven people further to the extremes, which is concerning on another level. But I think that... um, Look, what, what Gavin Newsom did in California, he just made bad decisions and he keeps he keeps doubling down on the wrong decision, but he's not out harassing women and he's not talking down to people. He's just he's just wrong. And there's no there's no crime against that. 
There's no crime against that. His optics are horrible, but whatever. But in the end, he came around and said, look, I'm not the biggest fan of Donald Trump, but he's helped us out. You know, I don't like his words. I don't like his rhetoric, but he has helped us out and he's doing the, you know, he's done the right thing. Again, not a fan of Trump's and Donald Trump was not a big fan of his. But, you know, they were able to put their personalities aside while still having differences. This, this, um, this governor in New York has been, um, I don't know, Mr. Ego. And you know what? People don't want that. They didn't vote for that. They voted for a leader. And if you just stuck to the policy instead of trying to sell a book, having a press conference every day, no one cares about the state of affairs of New York on a daily basis. It's no more important than the daily affairs of what's going on in the state of Montana or the state of Texas or the state of Utah or the state of North Carolina. No one cares. You have something new to say of significance, but everyone's dealing with their own crisis. But because you're in the media capital of the United States, you have an audience. And what you've done, Governor Cuomo, is you've destroyed the real estate market. You've destroyed the restaurant business. You've destroyed the tourism business. You've destroyed everything that made New York, New York. You've destroyed it. That's why you should be out of office. Your inability to admit mistakes, and no one would blame you. No one would blame you. And I'm not Monday morning quarterbacking here. This isn't an I told you so. You all, you know, everyone made fun of Ron DeSantis, and he's not perfect in Florida. He was just following what everyone was doing in the rest of the world. But no one here was paying attention. Uh, what goes around comes around. And you wish to demonize Donald Trump. In the end of the day, you're going to be known as the man that ruined the state of New York. Your poor father, who was a great governor, and I did not agree with his policies... But he showed humility, whereas you do not. You jumped all over Kavanaugh, and now is you know you're going to get your comeuppance. And doesn't matter what independent lawyer you think you're going to get to to investigate you. Do the right thing and step down. Let New York start to recover because as long as you're, you know, running the ship. The ship is not getting off the ground. Or maybe it's in the water. It's just rudderless. The passengers on that ship are fleeing because you are the captain of the Titanic. Anyway, that's enough for this week. Um... Maybe by next week you'll step down. Doubting it, but that wouldn't that be great?
Um, have a great week, everyone. I'll talk to you next week. Um, if you would, please send me recommendations for pizza places all over the country. I'm getting ready to do a little road trip, and um, I'm looking for some pizza spots to check out. And uh, we'll talk about them on the podcast. Have a great day, and thanks for listening. Okay. A solid Olympic 10. Absolute zero. Food, finance, and politics, and basically whatever I want to talk about.